Let's jump into it. It's so exciting to have you with us on Good Hope FM. Um, we love the music from Sophie Tucker. You guys really sun came up. And I have to hear more about the tune before we jump into the background and hear about your journey of the last uh, while. Uh, it's the most recent track to be released. What have been your feelings behind it? Um, it was produced deep in quarantine. Um, what's it like trying to produce something that gets people grooving when you can't groove? Well, we were grooving in quarantine pretty hard. We started live streaming on the first day. And then we said we would keep going and we did so we were like very much grooving even while we made this song because we were DJing you know every day and yeah, yeah I mean we, we wrote this song kind of envisioning the future thinking of the times when we could be with our friends dancing till the sun came up and in a way I mean we were doing that like just virtually so yeah, yeah it was it, it felt like um, very natural. And obviously when you're trying to find some sort of vocals or collaborators on the track as well, why John Summit? Tell me about that that collaboration. Well, at the time when we were DJing, we were playing so much of his music and um, he was just putting out great, great track, great dance records. And we, uh, we tagged him a couple times in songs when we were playing them in our live stream. And we started talking on Instagram and uh, you know, we were both re- ended up being fans of each other and we were like, yeah, we should do a song together sometime. And then, you know, maybe a week later, a couple of weeks later, Sophie and I had been working on this track for a while and we had sort of the sketch of it. We had the vocals and the guitar and it felt really beautiful and good, but it just wasn't like hitting right. And we thought maybe we should just send this to John. We were just talking about doing a song with him and, you know, it, it was it was just sort of like a perfect easy collab we sent it to him a couple hours later he sent it back and it was grooving and we were like ah oh, there we go that's that's what it needed and uh and we went back and forth a little bit more and, and then it was done i love the way that those collaborations always come up organically in that way I, i'm more interested to understand about the 21st century way of producing music a lot of artists were very focused on their albums releasing singles in the world up to some kind of album spotify and streaming platforms all came out and people were more focused on the singles because people are just used to receiving single after single after single and um, during quarantine there was a lot more collaboration and creative juices thrown into the stuff do you as a as a collective really focus on the idea of creating this like one identity piece of music that comes into an album or are you more the kind of uh, people who just love to be inspired in the moment produce a whole bunch of singles um basically trying to get a sense of whether we're leading in an album direction or not yeah i would say we generally just write songs um but that said like there's something really poetic about making an album because what at least in the way that we do it we create songs and then we look back and we're like wait all of these songs tell a story you know or like all of these songs feel like they're like this moment in time of our creation but not all of them usually no, usually we'll we, be like this we'll one know. doesn't fit you know <laughs> this one so yeah we would say both i think the answer is we really do do both and it's really important to us when we make an album we've only done one album one full album yeah. we've done a couple eps and a full album and even on the eps when you're making a project we really do want to make sure it's cohesive it feels good together uh you know we we like to throw lots of different types of things in our music so it's not like one genre that's always consistent that sort of all sounds the same it's usually it's a little all over the place but there's always through lines where it still feels like a project and like sophie tucker hopefully and uh yeah yeah we can't really tell you where it's leading right now but 
we can say we've had a lot of time. We've had a lot of time and we've made a lot of things and we've been doing a lot of thinking about those things. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. Cryptic, we'll figure it out afterwards, don't worry. Uh, but I'm interested to know in your perspective from an audience, uh, from your audience's perspective, from the fans, uh, lovers of music, are albums dead? Is there a sense that people are, are more enjoying the instant gratification of whatever I feel like today as opposed to this collective body of music that comes together in albums? I think it's a deeply personal question, honestly. I think that for some people, myself included, I love sitting down with an album and just listening to it and spending a lot of time with the artist. Um, I but don't. a lot of people don't. Yeah, exactly. I don't really. I mean, I also am mostly listening to dance music all the time, which is a lot less album driven and yeah. less story, you know, cohesive driven and more more single track driven. But um, yeah. It seems almost like there, there are two mindsets about it, right? There's the there's the consumption mindset of how do I listen to music? But also the business side of it is like, where do we make money? And I think as an artist globally, but I suppose if you're trying to think about it and bring it to any context, um, the, the plan of an album was release singles and the build up to an album to get album sales. That was the that was the purpose and the plan. And then tour with that album, that, that was the plan. Nowadays, singles are as important as the collective album. Do albums as a collective make money anymore? Yeah. Yeah, I would say do. the other thing that albums do is they um, like create a moment. I mean, I think there are other ways to create a moment now, but there's a way to say, hey, you know, uh, this isn't just like one little splash. This is us like being really intentional. We put a lot of effort and thought into this, you know, on every level and every visual and every meta meaning. And I think it does give us a chance to um, just shine a little bit more light on on what it is that we're doing for a, for a period of time intensely. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting because we've had this conversation so many times internally as well. and. And what our managers would would always say is, it actually makes a big difference to to like the press people and to like the uh, the marketing story, and like you can get a lot more, you know, important press looks and things like that on an album versus a single. Like people weigh it more. Not necessarily the listeners, but other, you know, like, uh, I don't know, maybe radio well, like, stations. Honestly, there's but more angles, definitely. there's more of a full story, you know? Yeah, more, there's more more to, uh, to try to, because it's not, the goal isn't to necessarily sell more records. I mean, it is, it's, it would be great, you know, but the goal is also now to, to sell more tickets. Which, which also really just means create awareness. So if you can, you know, if you can just create general awareness, put us in front of as many people's eyes and ears as possible and let them make the decision if they love us or not, or if they want to come see us perform or not, or if they connect and it makes them feel better about themselves that day, then that's all, you know, we can ask for. And I think uh, when we make songs and when we make an album, we're definitely not thinking, oh, this is our way to make money or, or, or this is, you know, this is about making money because in, in, in terms of our business, that's not necessarily where the most money is going to come from anyway. And, and that's fine. And that's beautiful. I think I love that. I think South Africa is a very different um, 
climate and, and I suppose that's a whole nother conversation to have about the different territories and what people prioritize um, in their careers. You guys have got the huge privilege of being able to say to yourselves like, listen, the music we create is out of love for that. We want to build this community of people who love our music. And so the touring is really where our business comes from or whatever it may be. This part of creating singles and albums is more our art artistic expression. Because I think in South Africa, it feels like artists produce music so that they can get it on radio so they can make money and so that they can tour. It feels like a, a very different conversation um, uh, in the different territories. Speaking of buying tickets and, and touring, you guys have been touring a while for the last few months and what is the world like out there on stage are people a bit more nervous to you know mosh pit and have like a good good old time how are you guys experiencing post-covid covid touring well so far we've only been doing outdoor touring so i think that makes a big difference i've seen a lot like i think that in some venues a lot of people wear masks and there's certain things to get in etc but we haven't had any experience with that for us, it's basically just been, been festivals out, outdoors. And, you know, we had a Vegas residency, like at a pool, um, uh, outdoor pool party. So I would say people generally are just hungry to be together. And I don't, I haven't seen any restraint on, <laughs> on in any way. There's definitely no restraint. I mean, <laughs> you get I think meaning, we get your meaning. I think realistically, the people who would, who, <laughs> who have restraint or who are uncomfortable or not going and and are not the ones down in the mosh pits and then the people who are the people who are down there don't give a shit and uh that's you they don't look like they give a shit <laughs> exactly I, was say, I, I do get the meaning it's supposed those who are festival goes are the ones who don't care anyway just want to be out there for the community and i do love that as <laughs> further into the um sort of vaccination process we'll expect more of that audience interaction which will be rad but have you seen diminished numbers are people back up in their droves are you seeing quite a lot of clearly a lot of excitement to be back outside i'd imagine yeah, yeah. i mean i for us it's been crazy because because during the pandemic we were djing every day and we built this incredible beautiful community of people called the freak fam and so now we get to go and in person meet the freak fam all over i mean so far we've only been in the us but it's been extraordinary i mean everyone wearing freak fam shirts but also like there's a certain spirit like people really dress like very colorfully and like really kind of like own themselves you know and to see this like time after time at all these different places it's been really moving to experience this like this community that came alive and now is in in person i love that i can't wait for more artists to experience it let's talk about your friendship glee um because it never works out friendship and business not in the experiences that i've seen so far um, <laughs> how do you guys to keep this uh, professional and personal side of your relationships working how do you guys manage to find that balance is it has it been a really easy sailing i don't know if i've ever heard of a story of it ever working out <laughs> oh well, that's Huh? Yeah, I know. Jesus. Well, you guys have clearly got a recipe that we want to know about, you know? Like, I've always declined <laughs> friends if they want to go into business together because I'm like, it's just never going to work out. Um, but I'm keen uh -oh. to hear a whole story of how that works. Well, I think there's many reasons why it works. One of them is that's actually not exactly what happened. We basically went, started going into business. We started making music before we were friends. So we developed a friendship secondary to the music and our sort of musical connection and uh you know goals that we wanted to sort of jointly you know work towards so i think one that's a good thing uh 
it was able to set, I don't know, certain types of boundaries and even unspoken boundaries. Uh, we don't touch much. That's helpful. <laughs> um, no, no, none of that. And um, what else though? We just respect each other. We're so different. And we respect each other's uh, brains and creativity. So like what she's good at in make music, I'm not, and what I'm good at, she's not as good at. But then also in the world, it's the same thing. Like, we do everything <laughs> together, but like like being on time, she's not good at that. I'm good at that, you know? Like, you know, uh, she, you know she joined the call before you, just saying. <laughs> you should have seen the last call. <laughs> I will say actually about this like friendship and business thing, I actually think we have developed a business now where we're like we are genuinely friends with almost everyone we're in business with and it, it did work the opposite way where we started being in business first and then we were friends but it's a really nice way to live because yeah. it basically just means you get like when you're a kid you hang out with but your friends. But there's friend. still a line. Yeah yeah. There's, like yeah, yeah. there's still a line that can't be blurred yeah. or else it does get too uh complicated and messy i i do think you need to always be able to be direct you yeah. need to always be able to yeah. not be offended when someone else is direct or gives you criticism and yeah. for us you know we're kind of the ceos of this business so we have to not be shy to lay the hammer down if we have to lay the hammer down and and that's why i think people go wrong when they're working with friends they are uncomfortable to do that but especially when they start the rapport of friendship before they start the business exactly. because right. they have like a certain way of interacting with each other that you know from the get-go like it's clear that the business comes first but i was just gonna say like when you're kids you're you're with your friends you're making stuff you're like that's that's what you do for fun is you like I, at least when, when i was a kid we would either like play or make you know and so the fact that we get to like still be in that place now where we're like with friends all the time making stuff and playing um just feels like it, the right way to 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 do friendship you know it's really fun it's make, it was like a great culture at a business right where you all, all know that you're working together but you happen to bump into the fact that i actually kind of like this person i spent some time after work with this person even if i wasn't working with them and i think that maybe is the secret to success here it's like you know that you're working together there are some boundaries set in place for the working relationship the friendship comes on top of that which i think is really cool as opposed to trying to convert a friendship into a business relationship where there are awkward boundaries in place or no awkward boundaries in place right yeah. back to the music um obviously with sun came up um the global um acceptance of the song has been great uh, the response has been really awesome to it um is it the kind of song that you guys are hoping to keep continuing pushing for the next few months or can we expect a, another single or two in the coming weeks um, to start promoting as well we're definitely going to be pushing that one uh we are releasing some other stuff, but, but it's it, like different worlds. Yeah, or like different. Yeah, we can't. Yeah. Don't say. Don't say. Keep it quiet. I'll even stop you. <laughs> don't say too much. Let's just love sun came up for a while. We're entering summer here in South Africa, so we're looking forward to dancing to the the tune here. I don't know how much you guys know about South Africa, so do you mind if I throw around some a typical South African slang and see if you guys are you know with it on the streets here? Yeah. Yeah. Let's try this. Cool, let's test your South African knowledge. If I said that you were going to be eating slop chips, what would you be eating? I think my guess would be like fries with 
something on top. Okay, not not bad. Slop chips are basically just like really, really oily deep fried chips. They're like really slop means to be oh like. God, I was gonna say like, chip. Yes. You said chip. Very, very very <laughs> okay, you over right. one. Right. Okay, second second one. To if you are if you're in the process of you're talking about friendship, if you're with your friends and you're skinnering, what would you be doing if you're skinnering with your friends? Like giggling, laughing. Gossiping? Gossiping! Yes, oh. indeed. How did you know? I actually don't know how I knew. I just knew. Okay, well, there you go. To Skinner is to gossip. Yes, indeed. Second one. Well, third I one, you guys might have heard this one before. But to bry. What happens when you're brying? What are you doing? Fight? No. Bry. You know it as a, the Australians know it as a barbie, and you guys know it as a barbecue. Oh. To bride oh, meat on an open flame. Come on. Have you heard of uh. biltong? Have you heard of biltong yet? Yes. Meat. Yeah, yeah, like beef jerky vibe. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the last one that's very relevant to the work that you guys do. If I'm at a jaw, where am I? Like a... a club? A, yeah, like a concert rave situation. Whatever, it's the same thing. A jewel means to, you can either have a jewel, means you can have a party. You can be at a jewel, means you're at the club or at the party. Or you could be jawling, which means you're busy partying. So yeah, anything to do with party, jawling, dancing. That wasn't too bad. You guys are okay. Um, I, I thank some other artists who were very, very far off. Um, so you guys are, are doing a really good job. You should turn to first go to the Netherlands, then to South Africa, and then all these Afrikaans terms. Um, I think you'll be much closer to as well. Sophie Tucker, we're so excited to have you with us on the show. Thank you very much for, for the incredible music, for making sure our summers have a good soundtrack. We're excited for these not talking about it, maybe something different releases that may or may not be coming. We're excited for the maybe, maybe not coming albums as you guys put this body of work together. And may the success of Sun Came Up honestly just really take you guys to new levels and enjoy the touring process. And when our borders open up, we'd love to have you here. Thank you so much. We can't wait to come. Thank you.